everybody. It has been a long time <laughs> since I've done one of these. Um, I don't even remember the last update I posted, but I felt like at the beginning of this month of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it was kind of a good time to do an update and um, also just share some of the things that are on my mind as it relates to um, October, which can be a difficult month for those of us who have dealt with breast cancer, but also an important time to kind of highlight this disease so that we can try to prevent it from happening to as many people as possible. Um, just to give you an update, I'm doing really well. I feel good most of the time. I think my body is, well, I think at baseline, probably just getting a little older, suffering from some of the aches and pains that come with natural aging. I think it is also made a little worse by the fact that my body was kind of thrown into medical menopause, first through medication, then surgically. Um, so, you know, I'm dealing with joint pain and some bone pain and my medication that I'm going to be on for the next seven or so years also causes that. So I'm dealing with some of that, but all in all feeling pretty good, re-strengthening my muscles from my, um, my mastectomy and feeling pretty good. My hair is growing back. That's been awesome. I keep keeping a little shorter, I think a little more bobbish than I used to pre-cancer, but I'm, I am liking it and I'm going totally gray because, well, I'm not totally gray yet, but I no longer have any desire to do color. I just, I don't know, I guess maybe unconsciously, not unconsciously, subconsciously, I don't really care for the chemicals, but even more than that, like I just don't want to spend my time sitting in a chair, getting my hair colored every three to four weeks and spending that kind of money. Um, so I am going gray. I'm not minding the way that it's growing in. I don't know when I'm totally gray, how I'll feel, but I'm embracing it. So that's happening. And I've just been given some, giving some thought to, you know, what I want to share with people now that I'm two years out from this, um, two years this month, I had my, my surgery in October. A lot's happened in the last couple of years. And now that I've had some, some time to reflect, I guess I just want to share some of my, I don't know if it's lessons learned or whatnot, but you know, when I think about what can help other women, sort of these are the thoughts that, that come to mind. And the first thing is, Genetic testing. I didn't have any predisposition to breast cancer, but when I think about what some women can do to just, you know, be proactive, especially for Jewish women of Ashkenazi descent, you can get free genetic testing and it doesn't cost you anything and it's a little swab in your mouth. And for a lot of women, that's going to change the screenings that you might want to do. So I just feel like that's a super good thing to do if you want to be proactive, if this is ever going to happen to you, which it hopefully won't, but if it did, the earlier you catch it, the, the better it is. So, you know, you can get free genetic testing. And I just think every woman, maybe I would say 30 or older, like, why not? Why not just go do that? So I would highly recommend it. The second thing is, and this is all in the news right now because of Katie Kirk's diagnosis, but dense breast tissue can be a real uh, impediment to diagnosing breast cancer. And if you listened to my original podcast where I was diagnosed, I think it's episode 14, 
and 15, um, I talk about the fact that I have dense breasts. And as a result, I was getting mammograms and ultrasounds because of it. Um, but not all women know that if you have dense breasts, you should be getting additional screenings. And you may not be being told that. Um, and unfortunately, your insurance might not cover it. Many do. Some don't. There is currently federal legislation that hopefully will require additional screening for women when, with dense breasts. But until then, you should be asking your, I don't know, your maybe start with your OBGYN, maybe start with your primary care physician, which, I mean, no disrespect to primary care physicians, but it's just not their specialty. I don't know that they're going to have the answers for you on this. A radiologist would probably be the best person to ask when you go for your MRI, not your MRI, your mammogram. Definitely think it's worth asking um, if you have dense breasts. And if you do, definitely push for that ultrasound or MRI if you can get it. As you may recall from my episode of when I was diagnosed, my cancer was missed on both the mammogram and ultrasound. Um, I wish I had known that they did breast MRIs because that's what I would have needed to have it diagnosed earlier, even earlier. It was still caught early, but even earlier. So if you feel like anything isn't right, for sure, ask for the MRI. But, you know, for the moment, I think I think mom, mammograms combined with ultrasounds are pretty good tools. I, again, wasn't for me, but I think it is for the majority of women. And also, I just want to highlight, and this is one of the things that I've learned, there is a difference between a screening mammogram and a diagnostic mammogram. And I don't think a lot of physicians, even unless they're in this field, know the difference. And the diagnostic mammogram is a lot more specific and it just takes different detailed pictures. So if you have any kind of symptom, even if it's time for your regular screening, you want to make sure you ask for the diagnostic mammogram because that combined with the ultrasound is key. And I did not have the diagnostic mammogram. Not entirely sure why. I think it really just goes back again to education that people just didn't realize that that's what I needed. And it happened to have been time for my normal screening. So it just wasn't ordered. But there is a difference. You should know that as a as your own advocate and ask for it if you feel any kind of symptoms, whether it's a lump or pain. A lot of physicians will tell you pain is not a sign of cancer. And it often isn't. But it also can be, and it was for me. So again, you know your body best. Do not stop speaking up. And this is my this is my number one message. Do not stop speaking up if something doesn't feel right to you. Until you get an answer that you can live with comfortably, keep speaking up. Because it's only because I did that that I was diagnosed. And I can't even think about what would have happened if I hadn't spoken up. So when I did. So definitely ask questions. And there are a lot of places that you can go to get a mammogram or your screening where you can talk with a radiologist in real time um, that your insurance will cover. If you can go to one of those places, in fact, when you call to make your appointment, ask if you're going to be able to speak to somebody with the results, a doctor with the results. Because if I hadn't had that opportunity when I had my screening, I would not ever have said, so that area where I was worried about, did you see anything? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have been anyone to talk to. I would have just gotten my letter in the mail and I would have said, okay, great. 
I actually think it should be a law that were required, you know, results should be delivered verbally by a, a physician. So um, maybe that'll deal with that in my next <laughs> phase. But um, but you should ask how you'll receive your results and ask to speak to a physician, a radiologist. And if you can go to a place where you do that in real time, where you speak to somebody face to face, I highly, highly recommend it and ask questions. I know sometimes we don't want to hear the answers. They are scary. We we get the initial answer that we want, so we don't share that initial con- that that follow up concern or question. But it's it's so important that you do because that could save your life, right? Because sooner anything is diagnosed, even though it might be scary and hard, the better the outcome is going to be. So it's always better to ask your questions if you have them, and I highly recommend finding a place where you you can do that. So I think those are my key takeaways. <laughs> Get your genetic testing, find out if you have dense breast tissue, and then demand additional screening. And I mean demand. Don't take no for an answer. Um, go somewhere where you can get your results in real time and talk to a, a physician and, and just keep speaking up. If something isn't right, you know your body better than anyone. There are a ton of resources out there for anybody who does get a result that they're, you know, is scary. Um, but there's a ton of resources out there. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, you're not alone. Just do what you got to do to take care of yourself. So get your screenings. And as always, thanks for listening.